It is that type of weather. It's that time of year. Yeah. For these... Uh, Pumpkin latte? Yeah, it's for the cafe type of music. Yeah. Like you, would see, you would hear this... Yeah, as you were getting a pumpkin spice. You know what's funny? I used to drink that type of thing and, and uh, as a real sort of treat. And now I find those things are too sweet for me. Um, yeah. And now it's I got to ask. cinnamon sugar. I got to ask for less sweet. You uh-huh. know? Maybe they I'm getting. off at you. Maybe I'm getting old. Yeah. Maybe Most that's likely. what it is. Because I don't know if, the, I don't think they're getting any sweeter. Maybe they are doing that as well. But the main thing is we're inside of a cafe and it's cold outside, but it's warm inside. Yeah. And there's a little bit of a condensation on the glass. Uh-huh. And a little bit of steam coming out of the cup. Mm-hmm. You know the picture I'm painting here, Will. Yeah, yeah. Laptop is open. You got uh, nowhere to be. With a notebook. It's the only place you need to be. That's it. That's where. You, that's what you have to be today. That's it. Yeah. People are coming and going, and you peek your head up every so often, but mostly you're just sipping something warm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I could I could read an audiobook or something, like mm-hmm. narrate it. Yeah. I would like to do that before I'm dead. Narrate an audiobook. Uh, apparently it's really hard. I can imagine. Yeah. It'd be grueling. To enunciate every single word. And to not get exhausted and to keep the same kind of energy throughout and to hopefully do right by the author because the author, yeah, I guess you could just write your own book and yeah, then, a then memoir. you wouldn't have to worry about it because you are the author. Sure. But if you're reading on behalf of someone else, they're like, that's not how I, that's not uh-huh. how I heard it in my head. It's like you when you talk about, uh, um, your Game of Thrones. Yeah. When you're always How talking, dare you? When you're always yeah. talking about Game of Thrones, and then you're like, "Well, if you read the book," and I'm, and I'm like, "Listen, I start I, off with that all the time." I'm like, "I didn't read the book, all right." And you're like, "Well, if you did, you know, uh, you know about the real Game of Thrones, not this goofy stuff over here yeah. on the TV." It's always the book readers. When they read the book of the fiction before they make the movie of the fiction, those are the real fans, and they're angry at everything. Um, yeah. Because they read the book. <laughs> so you say, that's not the way I imagined that character. That's not the way they're supposed to sound. Like, that must have happened to you at some point, didn't it? Yeah, of course. Of course. I get blamed for people, you know, from people that have read the book. Like Lord of the, Lord of the Rings, for example. I haven't read it. But you saw the movie. Yeah. And they're mad at you. Yeah. So there you go. It goes full circle. You're mad at the people for Game of Thrones. They're mad at you for Lord of the Rings. Sure, yeah. It's a double-edged sword. Oh, man. That's right. Mm. You're getting cut by the same sword that you wield yourself, aren't you? Yeah. Well. A broad sword. I'll tell you what. Let's forget about all that and let's sip this hot latte. Okay, yeah. A worker exodus is taking place, according to South China Morning Post. We haven't read the scmp.com in a while. It used to be a favorite of mine. You know, a little uh, slightly different publication there. And so there you were dipping into it, I I suppose. It's a good time, yeah. You were in there. You were like, you know what? It's time to check up on 
what's happening in the big tech section of South China Morning Post. They say worker exodus, COVID-19 lockdown. COVID-19, you don't even hear, you don't hear much about that COVID anymore, do you? Mm. You hear more, you hear more about uh, Halloween lately. Yeah. I was looking at Google Trends. I was like, let's see where COVID's at. I put COVID, I put Kanye, uh -huh. I put Ukraine, and I put Halloween. Okay. Halloween was dominating globally. Well, it is today or yesterday. It dominating. This was a couple days ago. I did. This was a couple days ago. I was doing this mini study. Mm -hmm. I was just curious because the COVID thing, everyone's been sick, but it's not really labeled as COVID anymore. Yeah. It's well, just, COVID put a damper on Halloween. It did? Yeah, with the passing out of the candy and Oh, you mean you mean last year? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. You're right. So Well COVID put it a, came I back mean, quick. It put a damper on everything. Never mind how we Yeah. It was dampening everything. Everything was damp. Yeah. So in the world's largest iPhone factory, the Apple supply chain has been hit. With a worker, I said, well, there, you know, you have the no COVID policy in China. It's very severe. It's very strict. Mm -hmm. And how long can people put up with it for? Well, before they're just, it, it's too much for them. I don't know mm -hmm. what the threshold is. Mm -hmm. uh, but obviously the indication is you see the exodus, you see people leaving the factory. The indication here via South China, China Morning Post is that some people may have hit their threshold. Well... An unknown number of workers have fled the iPhone production plant run by Foxconn Technology Group in Shangju as COVID-19 cases flare. At least 10% of the global iPhone production capacity is affected by the situation in this one campus, according to analysts. They have been trying to diversify big time lately, Apple, moving some production around in order to avoid uh, having uh, too much... Uh, dependence on one particular region or one particular facility. Mm -hmm. To India and Vietnam, right? All over the place. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit of Brazil might be sprinkled in there. An exodus of panicked workers fearing COVID-19 lockdowns and infections in the world's largest iPhone factory in the central Chinese city of Shangzhou could slow the production of Apple's flagship device in the coming months. Foxconn Technology Group, which runs a plant, promised on Sunday to help arrange transport for workers wanting to go back to their hometowns after video clips widely circulating on social media showed some fleeing the compound on foot and walking in fields and on highways because public transport in the city was suspended as part of COVID-19 controls. Shut down the transport, Will. The factory in the capital of Henan province employs around 300,000 workers. 300,000. That's a... Hey, Will? Yeah. One factory, 300,000 workers. Do you even begin... That's a large city. To imagine managing such a thing? Yeah. 300,000. Hey, I work uh, I work at the plant, really? I never, uh, you sh Where do you work? Oh, I'm in section... 486 in block 302 wow. and i've been there for six years and how's uh heidi <laughs> you know <laughs> unbelievable uh, neither foxconn also known as han high technology group nor the shangshu government has disclosed how many workers are leaving or are in quarantine but of course the speculation being here that if these if this imagery is any indication that you know, it would mean you're shutting down these assembly lines and then you obviously have Christmas coming up. So you obviously have some more demand for these devices and any type of slowdown. 
uh, when there's a shortage. I know, I think Mo had an iPhone on order, and he was saying it took a little while. Really? He was trying to buy a, a gift for his mom, I believe. Mm. Um, I don't know, because we had this stuff on order immediately when uh, it was announced. But I think there are still some slipping shipping dates and so forth, depending on the model. Mm. A driver from the city of Jiaozuo, which borders Zhangshu and makes up 3.5% of Henan's population, said the city has arranged four buses to shuttle between Foxconn and a local quarantine reception center. Doesn't that sound not that inviting? Come visit us at the quarantine reception center. We promise the utmost treatment oh, of you. And then that song I was playing earlier. Uh-huh. And you're like, you know what? I think I'm good without that uh, reception center. Uh-huh. I'll see you at the reception center. Oh. Where we will inspect. We'll inspect you. To ensure your own safety, in fact. Oh. We'll just look you up and down. We'll just, uh, we'll examine you. You don't mind, do you? Uh, well, you I, I'm going to reject this. Can I? <laughs> there will be no rejection. Oh. There will be no transport. There will be no movement until we've seen you at the reception. I see. Help. <laughs> Help me, Heidi. Oh, my God. Um, direct knowledge on the matter. Unidentified source Foxconn Shangshu plant could see its iPhone output hit by up to 30%, 30% decline in November, trying to mitigate the impact. Well, I don't know if the latest sickness everybody got was COVID or not, but out in public, like, I'm just seeing so many people getting cold, getting colds. Yeah, so many people season. with the kids at school and uh, missing days or missing a week at a time, and it's like you know people aren't really there's not as many tests going on and things like that. So I don't I don't know how. Uh, obviously, the treatment around here has changed quite significantly. Mm-hmm. Compared to other places where it's it appears to still be fairly in the containment mode yeah in the uh strict kind of thing going on yeah black and white and situation so i don't know what can we what can we take away from i guess if you want to get one of these iPhones maybe maybe uh you might have to wait a little bit and maybe that's not such a bad thing hmm. is zero covid possible will is that like is that a possibility well, yeah, I think eventually, right? Is, is it zero COVID? Is just wiped out? Yeah. Or is it, or is it here to stay, in one way or another, one form or another? Are you a doctor, Will? Um, I think it'll be gone within like five years. Five years? There, you heard it from Will. Right. Uh, you're, now you're getting us kicked off YouTube by giving medical advice. Yeah. Or, uh, I'm not no, this is not okay. medical or financial advice, and Will is just. I don't know what he's doing. He's uh, wagering over there. He doesn't know. He's no expert. Neither am I. A backlit Apple logo could make a comeback on future MacBooks. What do you think about that? Wow. Well, I do kind of miss it. There's a nostalgia with that. That was iconic. That's the definition of iconic. 
the glowing. I remember people used to change the color of it if they wanted to get real rowdy about it. Really? With the mods. Yeah, they would. And then it was like a little bit of a letdown when you got this mirrored finish. But then, oh, that's the modern way. We don't want any type of extra unnecessary um, ambience. But it did really kind of set the stage in like a dark room. You got the glowing Apple logo. It was a cool, unique thing to the brand. Hmm. Did you ever have one of these laptops with the glowing logo or no? I did. Which model was that? I think it was like 2015 or something. You had a 2015, yeah. And of course, before MacBooks, you would have had it in the PowerBooks, which I recall all the way back to the... I had a 12-inch PowerBook with a glowing logo. Um, I, I get the argument in either direction. It's like, why would you have this extra thing? Uh, I guess it probably could add a little bit of weight and... Like, is it really important? How often are you looking at the back of your laptop? But people make all kinds of uh, decisions based on aesthetics. And in the gamer space, you got glowing stuff all over the place. Mm -hmm. It's still not really that tacky. Like, when I think back at the Apple glowing logo. Yeah. You don't think of it in the same framework as, like, it's not RGB, RGB everything? No. What if it was RGB? Then you're pissed? Hmm. No, I, I I wouldn't be pissed at that now. Interesting. People like to customize. Let them do what they want. Sure. Yeah. Uh, one once a common sight in coffee shops everywhere. Uh oh, don't play my song again, Will. The glowing emblem of an Apple logo featured on the lids of many Mac laptops launched in the early two thousands. Met its demise in twenty fifteen. Filed by Apple in 2022 and published last week in the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office, a new patent summarizes various implementations of electronic devices with backlit partial mirror structures. Hmm. But the illustrated example leaves readers in little doubt about the specific use case Apple has in mind. Uh, bringing back the illuminated insignia. Hmm. See, I thought they changed because um, the LED was too thick well there's i mean i'm sure there's a little bit of power consumption i'm sure there's a little bit of heat that's not a big deal i don't know and yeah and i'm sure that the dimension changes ever so slightly although technology's probably changed in the amount of time since we've had it um yeah i don't see why you can figure out a way to bring it back now the other mod people used to do is add the illuminated logo to their iphone i don't know if you know that mm. you can see people doing that that was back in I don't know if anyone's doing that anymore, but once upon a time, people wanted to, kind of like you with your Tesla huh? Model 3. Yeah. Where if you have like a really, really popular uh, gadget, phone, car, whatever, then there's almost even more effort to personalize it mm -hmm. because it's so ubiquitous. Like it's so successful and famous, like an iPhone. Or a yeah. Model 3. You got to add your own touch. But then it's like, that one's mine. Yeah. Because it's just, there's many of them. Which color did you get? Do you mind saying? I don't remember you telling me. I got gray. Gray? So it's like that kind of charcoal almost? Yeah. It's actually coming this Thursday. Delivery day. Easy, Will. So. Were you going to bring it up or? <laughs> uh, probably. Yeah? At it, some point this week. You're going to bring it up. Yeah. Because you're going to pull it right there, aren't you? Uh, sure. 
And then you're going to give us the breakdown. Like, you're going to tell us everything we need to know. Well, don't I have to personalize it first? <laughs> no, I think people no. want to be on the personal... No, Stock Tesla? Well, no, the inspection. Oh. Initial well, I'm inspection. Well, do that beforehand. Why? I want to do it, too. I want to be oh, a part okay. of it. All right. And also, I think the personalization journey is, is way more fun. Is if people get to partake a little bit in this as you uh, mod it. A little, a little bit. I don't know if it's considered a mod. Personalize it. Whatever, okay, sure. Whatever you want to say about that. Yeah. Um, yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, I, I hope they do it. Yeah, I, I'm down for it. I don't yep. really care that much, but nostalgia is selling in 2022. You know, economic crisis, inflation. People want the old thing really badly right gotcha. now. And so in order to motivate people, for some reason, you have to tap into that at the moment. Don't talk to me. Talk to them marketing people and the uh psychologists and there's a lot that goes into this will why mm -hmm. people do the things they do and and what it takes to get them to spend a couple grand on a laptop they're like oh the glowing logo is back that's the reason i need it you're like no you don't they're like i just feel like i do i don't know why trying yeah. to trying to relive play the hits play the hits play the hits you go see your, you you go see your favorite band from five six years ago, mm -hmm. and they're like, "We want to just play our new record." And then there's Will in the crowd, and he's like, "Play your hits, play your hits, play uh, your hits." I have a poster, and they're like, "Well, yeah, we kind of want to move on a little bit." And you're like, "Shut up!" <laughs> and then they're like, "Hey, man, like, let us explore some. We're we're humans. There's growth involved. Play your hits, play your hits, play your hits." Yeah, that would be me. No, I'm just joking. That's definitely not Will. Will, you're more open-minded than that. Yeah. But, did you know, you see it happen time and time again. Sure. I, uh, stuff, uh, stuff affects me. It harms me. Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't, I don't need the hits. I can see what you're up to now. I'm down for oh, that. Okay. I don't need the hits. Not even just one. I don't need the hits. Okay. No. I don't need I don't need to sing along. I don't need you have to turn the mic to me. You know? That's fine. Okay. I can I can I can listen to the new music you're working on and maybe aren't even finished yet. How would you feel if it was just pure experimental? Yeah, I can I can do. Yeah. I can do it. But you gotta understand, I'm not like uh, a frequent goer to these types of events so i think I, it's experimental for me i uh, as a viewer i have different expectations because i don't do it that frequently if i was like a regular concert goer or something maybe that would be different got it i'm down to ride will all right i'm down to ride now granted if all of a sudden I go there and all you all you have is a honeydew melon and you're just squashing it and and, and on the stage <laughs> and you have the microphone close to it performance art like if that's what happens and i were and i was expecting music and then i might that might be a little <laughs> bit a little much here that might be a tough leap to make yeah however i might be curious about that too i'd be like okay let me see what you're up to let me see if i can figure out the inspiration mm. it's not always there but i'll go hunting okay. for it yeah you gotta when you're doing cr creative things i give a lot of leeway i'm like hmm Maybe I just don't understand. No, sometimes that's not the case. Sometimes it's a mess and it's pure chaos, and that's yeah. really the end of it. But sometimes 
you as the viewer need to work a little harder. You as the participant, as the receiver of transmitted messages, sometimes you got to work a little harder. Sure. Yeah, I, I respect that. Twitter's planning to start charging $20 per month for verification. What if you're already verified? Then they take it back. They're like, pay up or else you lose the check mark. Uh-huh. And if the employees building it don't meet their deadline, they'll be fired by Elon Musk. Look how The Verge <laughs> puts, puts that in there. <laughs> Who else would fire them? It's almost comical. Yeah. Well, you can just tell they don't, they don't like them, just the way that they write that, can't you? Yeah. There's, there's disdain in, the, in there. Or it's just SEO. And sure. they're trying to get Elon in there as much as possible. Now that he owns Twitter, Elon Musk has given employees their first ultimatum, meet this deadline to introduce paid verification on Twitter or pack up and leave. The directive is to change Twitter Blue, the company's optional $4.99 a month subscription that unlocks additional features into a more expensive subscription that also verifies users, according to people familiar with the matter. An internal correspondence seen by The Verge, Twitter is currently planning to charge $20.1999 for the new Twitter Blue subscription under the current plan. Verified users would have 90 days to subscribe or lose their blue check mark. Oh, my God. That's that. You got to do it. You know what, though? No. Hang on a minute here. I don't know if this is going to be a popular. This will probably be an unpopular opinion. Uh-huh. And I am sure there's a spectrum of individuals who have check marks at all different. Sure. Uh, uh, stages of success or lack thereof mm-hmm. but if you have a check mark in many cases you also have an online business of some kind and in many cases this verification can be a, a big value add for you and the current process is just a bit squirrely isn't it it's not obvious how you do it even if you're if you are the person you say you are yeah like you can't get a check mark right i have to apply for it which means I have to give them like personal information, which I don't mind. It's just I got rejected many times. Yeah. Okay. So that's what I'm talking about. So in that case, if you're committed and it's a part of your business and you are the person that you say you are and you want to make sure that that you're identifying yourself the, the right way to the Internet and they're not worried yeah. about getting scammed because there's so many scams, obviously. Yes. I'm trying to think like 20 bucks a month, a few hundred bucks a year. Is it really that no, bad? I, I think it's fine. It's just they had it free for a long time. Yeah, okay. So the, the people who already have check marks maybe should be grandfathered in a way. Yeah. And then new check marks would pay the thing. But he keeps trying to find ways to monetize this without mm-hmm. just amplifying the ads. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, what if you just take the people with check marks who... Twitter means a lot to. They're sort of that top percent of users in many cases. And by top, I mean, and this isn't always the, the, the case. Some of the biggest accounts don't actually tweet very much. Mm. But I'm sure a lot of the content comes via check marks. Make them pay for it. Make them subsidize it with their 20 bucks a month. Right. Uh, verified users would have 90 days to subscribe or lose their blue check mark. Employees working on the project were told on Sunday that they need to meet a deadline of November 7th to launch the feature or they will be fired. Musk has been clear in the months leading up to this acquisition that he wanted to revamp how Twitter verifies accounts and handles bots. On Sunday, he tweeted the whole verification process is being revamped right now. Maybe 20 is too much. Maybe it should be 10. That's another thing. I, I, I don't know about the amount. Uh, he was, as you see here on Twitter, he was uh, replying to Jason 
Calacanis who suggested, how much would you pay to be, to be verified and get a blue check mark on Twitter? Uh, 10% of users said $5 a month. 2% of users said $10 a month. 5% said 15 they'd be willing to pay. And 81% said they wouldn't pay. Hmm. Well, uh, that's not the most uh, satisfying set of numbers for Elon, but we'll have to wait and see. I think people do like their check marks. And I do think the bot thing is out of control. Yes. And I just, I don't, without... Or just imposters. That's why I guess, yeah, imposters as well. Yeah, because you have human imposters. I would love to see a way to get rid of that. It seems like a big task for the internet to move past scam zone. Because I still get emails all the time of people getting scammed and it's an imposter of mine or something somehow connected to me or some crypto thing. And it still happens and it still works. And that's why they keep doing it. If there's any way to eliminate some of that, I'll pay on my behalf. I will pay. pay. I pay something. I don't know what. But it would have to work. That's my thing. It would have to. I don't know how paying for the check mark I already have gets rid of all the imposters. Maybe then you get a little bit of different treatment where you say, hey, I want to report an imposter and they instantly go away. Like, do you, since now you're paying, do you have a customer service representative that can police it? Yeah, white glove. More quickly because they're like, okay, this is a core part of our business now. Because, you know, I think feel like you report imposters all the time and like sometimes something happens and then other times nothing happens. Hmm? Once you're paying for it, you can be like, hey, come on, I'm a customer here. I pay you 20 bucks a month and this guy's impersonating me. Yeah. I don't know. Well, he thinks that the magic number is 20. Anyway, we'll we'll see. see. Uh, Interest in reviving Vine. Another little uh, rumor here involving Elon Musk. The Vine thing was interesting. It kind of ahead of its time, really, with the short form. Yeah. Uh, it was almost too short form, though, wasn't it? Seven seconds or something? Uh-huh. And uh, he got some positive response. He went on Twitter and said, bring back Vine, yes or no. And 70% yes, 30% say no. Uh, do we really need an even shorter form content consumption? Is the attention span, is the onslaught too much already, Will? I don't know. I'm just talking. But it was... Uh, shorter than TikTok, and then Elon says to Mr. Beast, what could we do to make it better than TikTok? Everybody wants some of that TikTok action. I don't think Mr. Beast has replied yet. It doesn't look like. I don't think Mr. Beast is the hugest fan of TikTok. I've heard him say he thinks TikTok will be dead. Yeah. He's made he's made his predictions about it. He seems to be very uh, YouTube-centric, particularly mm-hmm. now that YouTube has its own shorts in there. Um... The question, whether serious product idea or another flight of fancy troller coaster. I've never heard that word before. That's cool. Troller troller coaster. Have you heard it before? No. Another Elon troller coaster. Who wrote this? Who wrote this article? Natasha. I didn't know that this existed. Thank you, Natasha, for informing me from TechCrunch. Of the term troller coaster, which I'm sure is out there and part of the culture, but uh, he drew millions of votes. Sixty percent said they want it back. There's a lot of questions. Someone need, has someone done a documentary yet on what happened to Vine? Does that exist? I'm sure it's on YouTube. 
Yeah, I would. It would be cool because it took the world by storm. It launched so many YouTubers, but it just vanished mm. without a trace as a Twitter product. And, and, and you, you always sat there and thought, could they not figure out a way to monetize it? Mm. Maybe they could have, but they didn't, I guess. And the talent was the talent was moving on and it became too much to overcome, I presume. Um, Twitter acquired the short form video platform back in 2013. That's fine. We're talking about, but in typical clown car fashion, the company ended up squandering the opportunity to build the fledging social video platform into a TikTok, TikTok style juggernaut after CEO Jack Dorsey opted to ditch the app a few short years later. So yep. it was Dorsey. Well, it wasn't his thing. You know, yeah. I, I'm sure there was a lot going on there at the time. Dorsey was doing more than one thing himself. Uh, I don't know how I feel about the matter. You know, I'm not the hugest fan of sh short form. Mm. So I just, I, it can be effective, but there's a lot of it that I just don't, I'm not into. Mm -hmm. uh, so if, if, if it could be done well and I can feel like it's, uh, I don't know, has some degree of usefulness for me personally. Like if there's a way to do that, to deliver the things I'm looking for quickly. But ultimately I end up, any extended exposure I have to short form sessions, I feel like a dead animal. I feel like a, like, I'm, like, I, like I have a hangover. Yeah. Like remember I was talking about a honeydew melon on stage being squashed with a microphone being held to yeah, it? that's your head. Well, that's me. Yeah. After I ingest too much short form, I my head becomes a honeydew melon. Mm -hmm. And there's too much competition. I which is, like. I was going to keep going okay. with that, but we're good. Yeah, yeah. It, it is also very competitive. You are correct. Good luck to him with all of these ideas. Sure. Ideas are fun, man. Is it, it, One of the things is it's fun at the early stage of reimagining uh, a thing particularly a company of that at that scale everything is so fresh like what can we like you moved into a new house what am i gonna paint that wall yeah you did that didn't you will you were like yeah, what kind of remember you were like what kind of couch do i want to order remember that yeah i was rubbing my hands you know like this yeah that's what you're doing or, or are you doing this uh both both yeah yeah Look at Mo just walking around with a baseball glove now. Mo, come show the people no. that you have your own. Like, this is insane what happened here. Yeah. He yeah, just took up baseball on his own Ooh. accord. Did you know about this one? No. He's, now he's a baseball player. Look at me. And I was trying to tell him that he's got to get into the hot. Where are you going? <laughs> no, no, no. Say something. Go ahead. I also got Kovu a toy, which is also a baseball. Yeah, no, no, say something. Yeah, yeah, so this is for... No, to the people as well. They to, haven't to, seen to, you in a while, so... <laughs> Just the usual the, when you see somebody you haven't seen in a while. How you doing? That's it? That's what you do? Why are you doing this? You don't say anything <laughs> nice to them? or no, they, know. they know. Yeah, they What know. do they know? What do they know? they know? What do they know, Mo? They know that I love them. Okay, he says he loves you. I know he had to walk all the way over there before he was willing to say it. He said, they know that I love them. This is the way he deals with all the relationships in his life. Jeez. Oh, he says, you know that I love you, right? Like, no, I don't know that you love me. You have to tell me that you love me. I don't know these things. Okay. 
Don't okay me, Will. Moving on. Don't you dare All okay right. me. What else you got to say? Uh, Tesla bot showcases its strength by lifting a piano with a single motor. Wow. And he, the guy keeps playing it as well. Except he does, yeah. his foot can't find the pedal, though, because it's been lifted up. He, he, he's a master, so oh, okay. he improved. But uh, there's a video here. Oh, okay, let's do this. But can you play this? Yeah, this is probably fair use, okay. depending which recording it is. But I'm going to just keep talking, so there's less of a chance for there to be a problem. Uh, well, here's the thing. We're zooming out, and we are seeing... Uh, a huge kind of uh actuator yeah and motor straps which they kind of look like chains actually and uh, a converse shoe and the piano is being played while it's sort of hovering as it's being lifted and lowered ever so slightly um by this but what does that have to do with the Tesla? Oh, that's the Tesla bot's leg, actually. That's how strong the leg is of the Tesla bot? Yeah. Is that supposed to make me feel... I don't know. He's like it's that's impressive. strong. Uh, what about when he... It overpowers you. What about when he squashes my honeydew melon? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Tesla's Lascaris is the one playing the piano in the video, so he works for Tesla? Cool. Yeah. Uh, at its AI day, Tesla did note that it believes its latest robot equipped with its own actuators should be able to walk in the coming weeks. Tesla doesn't often produce marketing videos like this one, but maybe we'll get one with a walking Tesla bot soon. Yeah, it's true. They're really into this bot. And uh, especially if they're taking the time to produce marketing videos... Uh, they want to get us fired up as well. But would you want like a a robot that That's can right. have a piston that can lift yeah, up? Yeah, then a I'm piano? just like, hey, go move that piano. And uh, it's like, okay. Right? I feel I, like it's very dangerous. Uh, absolutely. I, don't know. I just, yeah. No, I fig I, 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 I imagine my finger getting like squashed yeah. or something by. But you know what, Will? It's. Uh. Uh, listen, if the whole point of these human, humanoid robot is, robots is to carry out tasks that, like, complicated, complicated tasks or tasks that humans don't want to do, then a lot of those tasks in, require heavy lifting. And you would, sure. want, you would want it to be over-engineered beyond the point of breakage. But he also said that, um, you know... Hopefully a person can overpower it. Oh, yeah, no, you're not overpowering that. Yeah. They always say that. Haven't you seen the sci-fi movies? Yeah. A person can easily overpower it. <laughs> Just Throws you across yeah. the room. <laughs> yeah, no, we're made of, like, look at us. We're made of goo compared to that. Oh, yeah. The thing or is rigid and steel and... Ching, 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 ching. As the bullets just fly off of it. Uh-huh. Dented bullets. Just pulls it. He just pulls your arms straight out of the socket. Yeah. Just grabs onto it and just yanks it out with the actuator. Uh-huh. Come on, Will. You've seen all this. You see this in your dreams, don't you? This is the uh, yeah. It's terrifying. When you're doing your sleep tracking, that's but what's really filling your head. Very impressive. Tesla bot ripping your arm out of its yeah. socket. Don't tell Elon. Death. 
Since becoming Meta, Facebook's parent company has lost U.S. $650 billion in market value. Well, listen. You... <laughs> <laughs> listen. This is so much money. Just This has wow. not been a good time for Meta or Mark, but it also hasn't been a good time in general. Yeah. Which is important to note. It's a cascading event. So what can I say? I mean... This transition is one of the most interesting ones in my lifetime from one of the most major players in the tech space, still one of the most major players in the tech space, the big, the biggest social media company and a competitor to the likes of Google, now Alphabet, the competitor, you put them in the same conversation as the likes of uh, Apple and whoever, just a mega, you know, remember when they used to do Congress would have the tech CEOs. It's always going to be Zuckerberg and you got Sundar and Jeff. They go to the same yeah. guys. Yeah. In that range. And then all of a sudden they say, oh, we're meta. Oh, it's all about the metaverse. Um, Apple, screw off with your privacy stuff. And we're not just an ad company. Like that's a massive transition mm -hmm. to say that you're, it was weird when they bought Oculus but that was just, it was kind of on the fringe at the time. It was like, oh, just one more thing they're going to do. Then it became core to the identity, and it had started to appear to be the only thing that Mark cared about. Mm -hmm. At least promotionally speaking, he's constantly promoting this metaverse. Mm -hmm. That's his deal. And that's tough, right, for shareholders and the market in general and guys like you, Will. And you just sit there and go, well, I don't know about this company right now. Mm -hmm. I'm curious what's going on. And then you got employees coming and going. Then you get reports that they're saying, hey, be useful or just please leave. They start saying to their employees, you know how many employees these guys have? Yeah. And they don't even like using the meta products themselves because they're forced to go into these VR workrooms. And they don't want to do that. Is that so. what they said? Did you read a report? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It has been exactly one year to the day since Facebook's parent company rebranded as Meta. And in that time, the company has entered financial freefall, comparing the market value of Meta when it was first announced on October 28, 2021. With today, the company has shrunk by an astonishing $650 billion. Shares in Meta crashed 24% on Thursday to 97.94, sinking its stock to the lowest it's been in nearly four years. Mark Zuckerberg, the CEO of Facebook, saw his own personal fortune drop by U.S. $11 billion after the stock plummet, according to Forbes, which downgraded him from 25th richest person in the world to 29th at the market close. Um, since changing its name to Meta and investing heavily to create the Metaverse, a virtual reality world, Facebook's parent company has been plagued with woes starting from the beginning of 2022 to now the company has shed 70% of its value. Um... I don't know, Will. This metaverse thing, it seems really competitive. I know he said that they're in this philosophical war against meat stock. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Wait, is there a company? Oh, modern plant-based foods. Oh, okay. On the CNSX as uh, the ticker is meat. That's interesting. Headquarters in Vancouver. I guess that's a Canadian company there, Will. Yeah. Anyway, the little sidetrack. Uh, but yeah, they, what's going on with this metaverse, Will? How close are we? Um, for what? Adoption? Yeah. Mass adoption? Yeah. When, when, am, when am I, when are they trying to get me in the metaverse? When are they trying to get me strapped in 
24 7 that's right it'll be a very long time unfortunately in my lifetime uh yeah maybe on the tail end oh the tail end so i'm like old and i just want to relive yeah. uh, uh experiences and i'm lying there in some sort of virtual coma is that what you just yeah. advertised to me yeah you think that'll do that then the stock price will go up and mm -hmm. enjoy your virtual coma uh courtesy of meta metal labs that's uh that's some black mirror stuff yeah don't yeah ignore all that pain so, uh, come uh, come on in to get sedated and you know how you can picture all this yeah very yeah. clean yeah modern virtual coma Ugh. scary virtual coma you don't isn't that what you're gonna do will um I hope not. And then this. I don't... Oh God! I may have just spoiled your. Uh, I may have just spoiled your copyright, but that was the sound of your virtual coma. When I drift off. That's, that's right. The sound. <laughs> and it keeps like it's a filter, and you keep going deeper underwater. It's like, you know wait how? a minute, I'm I'm starting to regret this decision. It starts getting more muffled and distorted. And it's just like everything's turning into spirals. Mm. Don't you love your virtual coma well? Oh God. It's like chopped and screwed. Air.0 is an origami computer mouse that folds flat to be packed away. You love this. This is what you love. This is a really cool invention, I think. You love the type of thing because you always loved the folding laptop stand from Moft. Yep. And it looks kind of like this. Yeah. Um, you like when things fold. Yes. I think that there's um, some sort of ingenuity mm. and um, effectiveness, mm. you know, like folding tables and stuff. So. Oh. It's like a two for one when it folds. It's like it can shrink, yeah. it can grow, it can be flat, it can be triangular. There's so much you can do with folding. Huh. Hence the the origami concept, origami or origami. Uh, either way, I think. Well, let's hear it from you. How do you do it? Origami. You go gami. Yeah, I say gami. Yeah. You go gami. Yeah. Uh, a pledge of forty nine dollars is going to get you one of these, and your choice of twelve colors. The planned retail price is sixty nine. Event. Oh my god! Oh my god! Well, That's cool, right? Oh my god! Just slip it in your bag. Oh my God, Will! The way yeah, super that, lightweight. The way that they demonstrated that. Yeah. At the very beginning, there. Yeah. The smoothness with which. It's like the, one hand. The folding was done, patented, design. You gotta love yeah. humans, don't you? Do yeah, you love I do. humans? Very much so. Do humans know you love them? They're pretty great. Because when Mo came in here, she said, "You know, I love you." So do, do humans know that you love them, Will? I, yeah, I love them too. Okay. 
40 grams, and look when it goes into the laptop sleeve. You don't even notice it. Look at that. And then you go like that, and then you have a little mouse. I don't know. I'm still concerned, Will. I like Why? A, well, I like a click, and I like a little heft. Okay. I don't know if you knew that. But imagine, you know, you're, on, you're in a bind. Yeah, I know. And I find myself in a bind yeah. from time to time. I will give it a crack. Okay. No doubt I will give it a crack. I just worry that it will feel too lightweight in the sense that like I it will feel a little bit flimsy. But I don't want to say anything like I don't know. I haven't tried it. Yeah, don't you know, don't do that. Oh, you can prop things up. It can be a little stand as well. And they say it's tough. You can drop it. Uh -huh. Break like an ordinary mouse. They say it's smooth and quiet. She can use it on her lap. And it has gliders installed. Charges over USB-C. What did they say? How much battery life? Three hours? No, it lasts for a month. Get out of here. Up to three hours of usage. Oh, no. <laughs> one minute of charging, yeah. Three yeah, hours. One minute of charging gives you well, three yeah, hours Well, yeah, it could last a month. Well, maybe, yeah, depending how much you use it, obviously. Sure. It goes, travels with you. I guess these are the designers. Or, no, they're just people who tried it, and they're like, this solved every problem in my life. They're like... <laughs> This is pretty much the greatest thing I've ever used. Yeah. And you need one. And Different you, colors as well. You better go pledge. All right, let's see how they're doing on the Kickstarter. Click that pledge button right there, Will. Uh, $104,000 Canadian. Uh, the goal was very low at $13,000. It is a full-size foldable mouse, 4.5 millimeters thin, 40 grams, extremely portable and ergonomic. It snaps to activate, and it is patented. And I guess you can get one for less money than it'll eventually go for. So it's, it's called the Air Dot Zero. That's what it looks like to me. That's okay. how I'm reading it. Just in case people want to find I don't know if you're supposed to say Arrow or Air Zero or Air Dot Zero. The foldable Bluetooth computer mouse. Foldable Bluetooth computer mouse. I think it's pretty cool. I love the ambitiousness of it yeah. as a project. I almost want to own it as a design object. Yes. But... I hope that it's fairly usable in the sense that you actually don't feel like you need to be reaching for a mouse. Because I'm a big mouse guy, you know? You Very, like the Logitech. I'm just particular about these things. Yeah. So it's tough, but I do also feel the pain of using the laptop sleeve and having the bulge. I'm mm. not big on the bulge. No. In so, the bag. So I, I can see the appeal here. For travel and so forth. Very interesting. So slim. Look yeah. at it. 40 grams, 4.5 millimeters thin. Uh, a sensor of 10 millimeters. The price will go up, I guess, after the early bird. Good luck to everyone. Do what you got to do. Do what you want to do. 2022. Um, thank you very much for joining here today. Mm. Thank you to Will. Thank you to Mo. And remember... You know that he loves you. You should already know that. Yeah. That's what he said. He said, you know I love you. But he Mark said it from over there after he was already off camera. So it was kind of, you might not have picked it up, but he sure. said, you know he loves you. Okay. Got so, it. Don't shoot the messenger. Right. Don't shoot the bird. The... The twit? No, the... The carrier pigeon oh, or the yeah. raven. That's more for you. 
Yeah. The Raven, remember? The three-eyed Raven. Send the Raven? Yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, sure, yeah. Because you're reading the books and yeah, I know. wearing the outfits. I hear you. Remember the outfits? Yeah. I'll send a Raven. You know, you already know that Mo loves you. Okay. No, no, you already know. I do know. No, no, not you then. Okay, yeah. You, he doesn't love. No, no, not at all. <laughs> later, 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 later. <laughs> 